Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my beautiful, gorgeous babes. It's me, Diane, coming to you live from Canvey Island, the home of the great. Wonderful things are like the petrochemical factory. Johnny and his old stale crusty rolls and Judy with a big old toe step over the toe welcome to another wonderful episode of chatting with Chorley I'm your host Diane Chorley Duchess of Canvey Queen of the Quim lover of the love wither of the wither we're gonna have a gorgeous episode today I've got Milky in the corner there playing his Popeye Bullum I don't know what a Popeye Bellum is, but it certainly sounds like fun. I'm in for a game. Come on, Milky, let's get out in the sun. We're having a gorgeous time in Canvey. I can't believe the weather. Can you believe it? It's still sunny out there. That's global warming. And I tell you what, I've not heard the last of global warming this week. Because Sheena, Larry Craddock's wife from next door, she came in. She said, Diane, I've just been in your bathroom. I'm disgusted. I said, what? She said, all your shampoo and conditioners in plastic bottles. I said, yeah, I'll go down savers or if it's the cheap. She said, no, you can't do that no more. It's the plastic. It chokes little fishes, they'll die. I said, well, what am I supposed to do? She said, come with me. I'll take you down somewhere in Lakeside. Now, we get there and that shop, oh my God, it stinks. Like someone's left a banana on a windowsill or something. I said, are you sure this is the place? It's giving me a migraine. She said, come in, they're ever so nice. I walked in there, about 15 bleeding members of the staff jumped on us like they're bleeding vampires and the sun's just come on. I said, okay, what do you need? This one comes up to me. They're like a members of Bleeding SMTV Live. I said, what is this? I've come shopping. Don't know why you're acting up like Cat Dealey. They said to me, actually, I don't identify the woman. I'm a non-binary polyamorous bisexual. I said, that's all fair and well, babe, but what about my flaky scalp? They have more piercings in their face than a bleeding pair of jeans from All Saints. I said, I want a shampoo and a conditioner without a packet. She said, okay, what about this gorgeous one? She rubbed it on my arm. Oh my God, I stitched up right away. My skin went like a scale, like a lizard. I said, I can't have that. Has that got sense in it? She said, yeah. I said, I can't have sense, no. I'll sit here looking like bleeding Freddy Krueger. I'll tell you that, Ron, my partner, Ron. That's what I said. You tried to put tea tree oil on a pimple of mine the other day. I spent a week looking like a Klingon. They said, I can't tell you. We have to put essential oils and everything in here. I said, well, that don't work for me, babe. Do you know what I mean? Well, they said, look, they'll work on you. I promise we've never had a customer come back. So here's me, sat like Freddy Krueger after three weeks abroad in Alicante or something, looking like I frizzled up like a wizard. Oh, my God, I'm appalling. I can't go outside. I'm like a dried up bit of meat. I'm like Diane jerky. Dirky jerky. I'm like bleeding Duchess jerky. Crispy as a whip. Well, too late now. Anyway, let's introduce our guests for today. They're absolutely gorgeous. Milky, what have I told you? Get your finger out that Sara Lee Gatto. It's the freezing. All right, beautiful, welcome to the chat show. My beautiful guest, the wonderful Kat Cohen. Hello, my beautiful <laughs> babe. There she is. You look fab. Oh, I don't feel it. I tell you that for nothing. I feel like no, I've just fallen it's... out of a chimney. 
<laughs> it's been way too long. I think you look gorgeous. So good to see you. You look beautiful too. Have you, Thank you, you so been, much. Are you in New York? Is that where I'm talking to you? I am. I'm in New York City, in the center of it all, baby. Is that your gorgeous little little apartment, they call it? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually just moved in. Do you like it? Oh, my God. It's at, It's palatial. I know. I, I upgraded from a studio to a one-bedroom. I love that you've got a mirror. That gorgeous mirrors all on your ceilings. What are they for? <laughs> you know what I am. I'm a little wild. You are wild, bleeding. Don't we know it? <laughs> Don't we know it, girl? And that's why we're delighted to have you on the gorgeous podcast chatting with Charlie. I'm delighted you're here. <laughs> so, of course, Kat, my beautiful babe. Yeah. <laughs> what's life like? Well, growing you know, up in, because you, you grew up in Texas, didn't you? Can you believe it? I know I'm a Southern belle. and You're a, you're a New, Yahooer. Absolutely. Then I moved to New York City to make my dreams come true. And now I'm just 30, flirty and thriving. You're looking gorgeous for 30. I didn't realize you were 30. I thought you were well under the 30 mark. Thank you so much. That really means a lot to me. I just hit 30 this summer and to turn 30 during a pandemic, it's not what I had in mind. Is it a bit of a relief turning 30 though? Mm, I'm numb. I feel nothing. It, the twenties are the twenties are the worst, don't they? Because that's when you feel all your anxiety. I still have plenty of anxiety. I feel, but oh. <laughs> it is. Uh, I do feel very elegant now that I have the three in front of my age. Yeah, well, fair game. The three can do a lot to someone. It really can. <laughs> can really stuff them when they need stuffing. So, what was Texas? What was it like growing up in Texas? Though, Are you a bit of a, you know, a bit of a cowgirl. Yeah, you know me. I would go to the rodeo. We used to. Um, get the cheap seats and we'd put flasks in our boots and we'd sneak into the rodeo and we'd watch the little, um, they had this thing called mutton, mutton busters where these they strap kids to these like little lambs and they, they run around. It's very chaotic. Mutton busters. I think I'm on that dating website. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds good. So you, you went down to all those rodeos. Did you? I love all the atmosphere there. You get a little chili dog, sit there with a can of beer. Adore a chili dog. Chili cheese with onions. Heaven. Your parents Texan, are they? My mom is Texan, so she grew up there. So that's how we ended up. That's how we ended up there. What's your mom and dad like? I can't imagine them. If they're still with us. And they are. They, thankfully, they're still with us. They were just in New York. My parents are absolutely fabulous. Wonderful. I love them. What about you? What are your parents like? Dead. I'm sorry to hear that. Dead and buried. God rest mm. their souls. My father... I didn't know him very well, to be honest. Sometimes my mother would just light a little cigarette. She'd light a little B&H, leave it in the corner of the room, and it felt like he was there. Do you know what I mean? That's what my dad was like. Totally. He's a gorgeous man. One Christmas, I woke up, he'd taken the tree. <laughs> he'd taken the tree to his wife's house. Oh, no. But it's, it's lucky because my mum, she was gorgeous. She rustled up something special. I can't remember what it was. I think she just stood my nan in the corner and spray painted her green. <laughs> Did you have a nice Christmases in Texas? Is it hot in Texas? I don't really know what it's like. It's a bit sandy. You know, where I, li- I lived in Houston and it's always very hot and humid and it never got cold in the winter. But one Christmas, I'll never forget the one time oh, yeah. it snowed when I lived there was on Christmas Eve and we had a little white Christmas and it was very magical. All the neighbors ran out of our homes and we were, there was barely any, nothing was sticking to the ground. We were all kind of hands in the air, like celebrating life. That is bleeding magical. It was heavenly. It's made me look forward to Christmas and it ain't that far around the corner. Oh, I know. I'm excited. Oh, I am. It's going to be a good one this year because this time last year was all stuck in our bleeding houses in England. Yeah, it was awful. It was the same in the USA, wasn't it? Yeah, I drove home. I drove from New York to Texas. We did a three-day road trip um, so oh, I could yeah. see my family. 
And Hello, Chris Rea. Christmas in London is so lovely. Oh, it's gorgeous. Have you had Christmas in London? No, I was there a few years ago right before Christmas, so all the lights were up and it was really magical. It's really bleeding beautiful. But of course, it's not as nice as it looks in all the bleeding films because everyone's, you know, marching outside of these expensive houses. They've got a chimney sweep hanging out the bleeding top of the roof, you know, pulling a moony, that kind of thing. It ain't quite like that. There's a tramp being sick outside of Tesco. They've got no turkey. It's that kind of thing. It ain't pretty, oh. but it looks a lot better on the films. But everything looks totally. better on the films. I mean, films in America, I always think of those. What was your high school like? Did you have like a, a little girl that was supposedly ugly? You know, all she had was wearing a pair of glasses and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, that girl's, <laughs> that girl's a right dog. You know, all she's got is a little bit of scruffy hair and a couple of glasses on. And boom, all of a sudden she's a princess. I was the first half of that sentence, but I never had my high school glow up. I, high school was uneventful. It was... It's all a blur. I don't remember my life before New York. Before New York, not even Princeton. Going to Princeton, that gorgeous Ivy League. Oh, I did. Have you forgotten that? <laughs> no, I loved it there. I saw you doing your little speech online. You did a little oh, speech God. and I saw it. <laughs> oh, my God. No, yeah, I've done my research. Uh, I know, you really have. I'm very impressed. I'm very flattered. You have all the, everything prepared. Do you know what made me laugh? In, when you're doing that speech, is there was all these men, all these men that it kept looking on. They looked a bit like someone had, someone had shoved a chicken nugget. <laughs> on a chicken fillet, and they were sat in there, they were trying their hardest not to laugh. <laughs> they were going out of their way not to laugh. Those kind of jocks, they called them jocks, didn't they? Yeah, they had no idea what they had coming when I got up on that little stage. Oh, no, you smashed it. But they, they started Thank laughing you. in the end. They couldn't resist it. That boy, Boys will be boys, won't they? They will be boys. But you said in that speech that, it was, that you, you felt nervous about going there because there's a lot of going to Ivy League and all those kind of things, a lot of pressure in New York, isn't it? Or in America, sorry, about those kind of universities and things. Is that something you was always impressed on, that you had to go to somewhere special like that, or did you put that oh, on Oh, absolutely. I was so hard on myself. I was obsessed with getting straight A's, and I applied to so many schools. And then when I finally got there, I was, yeah, so nervous that I was, like, the dumbest one. But, no, everyone's stupid <laughs> in their own special way. <laughs> because, what, they don't? Uh, it's a lot of people who know how to kind of get the good grades or game the system, but they often don't understand what they're really talking about. Like I was amazing at reading a book incredibly fast and then knowing and then forgetting immediately everything I'd read. You know what I mean? Like I, oh, yeah. I have retained no information, but I used to consume it very quickly. And was it very, um, was it a bit like the archetypals? They all, you know, spraying Coke bums up their bum and that kind of thing. All the boys at the weekends, <laughs> that kind of thing. There was a bit of that at the club. Oh, was there? Gorgeous. You ever see mm. it? No, I'm, I'm scared of drugs, but I, I'd like to be invited if people are going to do them. Well, you could at least look through the window. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> you, can fist, you can fist each other. I just don't want to be in the same room. Do you know Aww, what I mean? That's my totally. policy. That's what I always say. That's my catchphrase. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, that's your next book. You can fist yeah. each other as long as I'm not in the same room. As long as exactly. there's a panel of glass between us, that's bleeding gorgeous. So you say that New York things came alive. How? Yeah. Why? I got to perform and meet interesting people and walk around the city. And I just love it here. It's so wonderful. Have you been? Oh, yeah. Well, I came in. Don't you remember? I came and did your oh, little yeah. night at Club Coming. And my friend painted you. She did a gorgeous job. I mean... I wouldn't have it in my living room, to be honest with you, because I like looking. <laughs> I like looking all glamorous. She was too realistic. Yeah, she loves you. Oh yeah, I love her very much. She's Although really I'll never cool. talk to her again after that painting. <laughs> There's a beautiful heritage of comedy in New York, isn't there? Oh, absolutely! So many talented people running around doing their thing. You like the new Bette Midler or something? Do you know what I mean? Oh, you, you, I'm honored. I love her. Do you know what I mean, though? Totally, kind of a, a cabaret '70s moment. 
Of course. My fave. And it's gorgeous. Thank you. And was she an influence of yours? What kind of comedians were you were you into growing up? Or what scene? Because because I guess cabaret is not really something you get to see a lot. Is there like the Liza Minnelli vibe? Do you know what I mean? It's an Yeah, I didn't really for. know what I was doing. I was more into like musical theatre and stuff growing up. Oh, yeah, that makes um, sense. And kind of fell into comedy and then was like, I'll write songs. And then it all came together. Um, yeah, it was a it was a journey. What's your favourite musical? Oh, my favourite musical is Sunday in the Park with George. Stephen Sondheim. I don't know it. I like his it's work. Bernadette Peters, Mandy Patinkin. It's incredible. It's about the painting, um, the George Seurat painting, where the, all those people are in the park. And oh, so yeah. it, it talks about, it like follows him creating that painting and you meet all the people who are in the painting and they come to life and he sings about being an artist and choosing between life and art and it's breathtaking. Is it on Netflix? <laughs> you know, I don't think so. Do you have a favorite musical? Um, Cats. Oh, I've heard of that one. Do you know what? It's funny because I was in Starlight Express. Oh wow, that's a fun. When one. it opened in the in the in the was it in the eighties Starlight Express mm-hmm. when they opened and I was in that the first but of course they didn't tell me it was on roller skate and we <laughs> hadn't been rehearsing in roller skate so they said Diane put these on I said are you kidding me I can't go in then <laughs> they pushed me out on the stage I went straight off the front of the stage straight into the audience you know who I landed on who? Elton John knocked him clean out oh my god <laughs> never he's never forgiven me Elton for that. I tell you oh, what, no. and I've never never set foot on a wheel again. Never set foot on a wheel again, and I never will. Have you done any um, musical theatre yourself? One day I'll do a, a Broadway a Broadway stint. Oh, we'll have you on the West End for sure. Oh, I would lo- I would adore that. You know, I saw some shows on the West End when I was last in London. I saw Company with the oh, woman gorgeous. instead of the man. Oh, yeah. That was fun. What a twist. I liked that. What a twist. <laughs> they, really, they really had a crazy idea up their sleeve with that one, and uh, <laughs> that was cuckoo. She was really good. And what else did I see? Woman in Black. What's that? That's what a lot of people say. Oh, let's go see Woman in Black. It's like been on the at the West End for like 100 years or something. They've got oh, I missed, at the end. I missed it. They've got a trick <laughs> at the end where basically they use a mirror or something and a ghost appears. No. And everyone poos their pants. Well, Do you believe mostly, in ghosts? Me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, have you I seen do. them? Oh, yeah, many. <gasps> I'm so scared of ghosts. There's one behind you now, Kat. Don't, don't joke. <laughs> Are you scared of ghosts then? Have you ever seen one? I just really, I feel, I've, I respect them too much. I don't want to, I don't want to disturb anything. Have you ever done a Ouija? No, I'm too scared. Yeah. What about tarot? Do you like them tarot cards? You know what? I do. And I actually have some right here. Oh, go on. Pull us a card. Do a little. Oh, oh let's this is card. nice. This is wonderful because this is, a, this is a new set. And my friend got me these for my birthday and I haven't yet pulled a card. So this is very special. Give them a good shuffle though. So I don't I'm want gonna, any old rubbish. How about this? You'll point and tell me when to... Not really great at shuffling cards, am I? Point and tell me where, tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. Back okay. a bit. Back a bit? Yeah, back a little two, three cards. I like the, the look of the yellow. Oh, this is a beautiful card. Okay, so what we have here. Oh, cool. This looks like the four of cups. Oh, yeah. So do you know what that means? I didn't realize I was having to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> I, have, I just got these as a gift. I have no idea. Let's look it up. I have a book that tells me what everything means as well. Oh. I haven't. This is live on air. This is very academic. Four of Cups. Beautiful. I like that. What's that book called for people This book at home? is called 78 Degrees of Wisdom, A Tarot Journey to Self-Awareness by oh Rachel my Polak. God. Oh, Polak, big up. Let's see. Now, what's your experience with tarot while I look this up? Tell me the journey. Well... To be honest, there was a little fellow that used to come down my nightclub, The Flick, and he had ever such oh, long flick. fingernails. 
He had such long fingernails and he always had a pack of tarot in his pockets. Mm-hmm. And weirdly, did, when you were seeing him at Edinburgh that last time, was there a fellow what came up to you and he wore a white suit? No, he, I wish. He did tarot. Oh, that's fun. The flick was Turns so out incredible. It was his son. Yeah, the, you, you did a little turn at my club, the flick, didn't we you? Had, in Edinburgh. We had, we had a gorgeous time and you won the Edinburgh Award and everyone was ever so pleased because your show was so gorgeous. Oh, thank you. It was How, the best uh, summer of my life. How do you find Edinburgh? Do you find, think it was nice? Do you have oh, any of those little Oh, I had the time pies? of my life. Yeah, I want to come back. I just need to think of some ideas. Oh, what, for a new show? <laughs> yeah. I need to, uh, you know, think about right, what I want to say. Show. Okay, ready? Oh, we yeah. have the Four of Cups update. Go for it. The passiveness of cups. <laughs> I'm like learning how to read. The passiveness <laughs> of cups can sometimes lead to apathy. So the Three of Cups symbolizes your past experience. Oh, yeah. And the Fourth Cup is a new opportunity being offered to you. Gorgeous. And so basically everything in your life in, the, in this moment has felt like it's the same. Oh, yeah. And you might be feeling a little bit bored, a little bit apathetic, but there's something new being offered to you if you just look up. Do you feel that way? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I guess it's hard to I'll, say. Let's look up. Yeah, it's hard to say. But to be honest, I'm going to take each one of those cups. I'm going to put my feet in one of the cups. <laughs> I'm going to put my hands in the other cup and I'm going to trot around here like I'm a little metal golden horse. <laughs> and I'm going to sing the little Cat Cohen song and it goes. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, I'm going to do a little song for you at the end of the show. Not, mm-hmm. not now. We'll send it you on vinyl. Oh, perfect. Because I do have my record player right here. Four of Cups. Okay, so there's new, there's something new and exciting coming our way. A stroke. Probably for me. I don't know what's happening <laughs> for you. Oh, my God. I really hope that's not how I die. How do you think you're going to die? Me? I reckon I'll probably fall from a quite a, quite a severe height. <laughs> oh, but not I roller what, skates. I reckon what will happen is that Richard Branson, when he sends the first ship up for, yeah. to, space, to space, I'm a very dear friend of his, and he always bugging me. He's like, Diane, come and mm-hmm. fly in this moon boon with me and all this. Come and have a little go on me one-wheel bike. I'm like, Richard, get a life. Do you know what I mean? Get a life, Richard. Get over it. I don't it. want to do all this rubbish, boring stuff. Well, he's been going on at me. When I fly to, uh, when I fly to space, mm-hmm. I want to take you with me. So I reckon what will happen is I'll probably get on his little spaceship going up to space and I'll fall out the window. And then I'll fall to Earth and I'll just sl- I'll splat right on the floor and no one will care. That's what will happen can... to me, Kat. No, you can fall yeah. into each cup and they'll catch you. Oh, that's you. it. Or I'll fall into three quarters and then go. I'll fall down on a climbing frame. And I'll split into four quarters and underneath each quarter of that little climbing frame, there's a little cup and it will collect me in the cup. And then someone will come along from a charity and they'll all drink part of the cup each. And then they'll take on my superpowers and they'll take over the world. (laughs) So there you go. It wasn't a waste. How are you going to die? Oh, I I don't want to at all. Oh, mm, oh, you'll be everlasting then. Yeah, I think I'll I'll live forever. Probably if, if, yeah, it's been going well so far um, with me being alive and all. But wait, when is, when is your, what's your sign, Diane? Uh, Aquarius. Oh, kind of funky, kind of exciting, kind of quirky. Oh yeah, a lot of yeast. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh God, you lot... I've nipped out to get a late night Percy and gone and found myself lost in the wilderness and I tell you something, it's spooky, send help, it's spooky. But it's not spooky, it's my spookalicious. Which is coming to the Woolwich Works on the 30th of bleeding October in the gorgeous, gorgeous winter nights that are coming for the Halloween time and the apple bobbing time and the gorgeous time of the Halloween time now, yeah. You gotta get down there because we've got some gorgeous guests. My gorgeous dream queen, Gato Chocolat, the beautiful, wonderful Nina Conti, and of course my dream wife, Crystal Rasmussen. It's gonna be gorgeous because I've got my wonderful band, The Buffet. They'll be there, stinking the place up and looking gorgeous. So watch out, you lot. Get a spooky time, get a skull on your head, and let's have the time of their lives. Get tickets now. So. You got a little poet poem book out, haven't you? Little poem. Oh, book. it's true. The rumors are true. Yeah, I have. A, I published a book in February. Gorgeous. Now, could you possibly give us a little poem? Oh, I would love to. Let me pull it up. Oh, go and get the book. I'd love to see it. She's gone. Look at this. Can you believe what we have here? The real deal. Oh my God! I love that illustration on the front. Who's that by? Perry de la Vega. Oh, what a gorgeous name that is. He sounds ever so fancy. Is he French? Is he French? You know, I'm not sure. Oh, who cares? He's, he's a good drawer. <laughs> All right, tell me when to stop. And then I'll read that one. Stop. Four of cups. Okay, four of cups Beautiful. it is. Poem I wrote after we enjoyed crying about how we can't be together. No one's ever been sad to leave Los Angeles, and I refused to learn how to parallel park. One time I lied and said I wasn't going to date anymore and went to a definitely cool roof party and had seven beers and ran around asking everyone, who is that tall person and what is his deal? You can't love someone else until you love yourself. JK. Thank you. Oh, my God. That is bleeding gorgeous. Kept I adore tight. that. Thank are you. Are you not going to have to move to... LA soon because isn't that what everyone does they end up having to no, go to I LA it, don't they I know it's their... a I think it's a myth I think it's it's all it's in it's New York for me oh yeah you know what I say they can fly if they need me they can fly me out I'm happy to go oh for the weekend oh I like absolutely. it absolutely right, I'll actually. do whatever I'll go wherever they wherever they want me it's like me in London exactly right would you ever want to live in the states in America yeah do you know what I came to America I came to live there when I was a little while ago just this mm-hmm. was when Studio 54 was just at the end of its tether. Do you know what sure, I mean? I sure. came down there. Last days of disco. Last days of disco. And I had a gorgeous little time down there. But I tell you what, after about three weeks, I was big as a whale. Yeah. <laughs> 
They don't know the ideas of portions, do they? It's disgusting. We're disgusting. I said, no, I don't need that many chips. Are you kidding me? I'm not trying to build a hut. I just want a snack. <laughs> I'm part of the problem. You are. Why are you dishing out the portions? I had Taco Bell last night. I'm feeling it today. Are you? It was really good. How big's a Taco so Bell? Big as a hat? Yeah, it was as big as a hat. <laughs> Does it come with chips? I don't know. I don't know what a Taco Bell is. No, Taco Bell. I got a quesadilla and a taco. That sounds gorgeous. We don't have them here. Oh, tell a lie. I think there's one in Lakeside Shopping Centre. There is a Taco Bell in Lakeside Shopping Centre. What's that? You never, never heard of Lakeside? No. It's massive. It's a beautiful little shopping centre in Essex. Oh, there we go. You know now Essex because you, you love... I was going to say, I only know Essex because I am a big Love Island fan. What is it about Love Island that you like? Oh, my, the banter, the, the phrases, the, 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 the passion, the excitement, the games, the drama. I mean, what's not to love? It's The furniture. The, fr- the stunning decor, the way they, the boys have to make the girls coffee in the morning for some reason or tea or whatever. No, don't understand that. I'm very curious about what they eat on the show because they don't really show a lot of that. They don't show it, do they? Why? I, what are they I eating? I don't know, but I heard, you know what I heard? Someone told me they eat a lot of McDonald's and they try and, they try and hide the bags. Do they? I heard, I heard. That w- what they do is, I heard that what they do is they get a big, because there's a lot of sheep around there. Mm-hmm. And I think they just cut the sheep into quarters and throw them in. And then all the contestants just charge towards them. And then they there's a good 15 to 20 of them just gnawing on the raw meat and the bones. They crack the bone. They suck out the marrow. That's what happens in Love Island. That's why they all get a little bit darker in their tan every day. That's not fake tan. That's blood. <laughs> Dry blood. <laughs> and that's the kind of stuff you can only learn on After Sun. Exactly. And that's why they need us on the show. Exactly, because we're not giving the truth. It's a bit of a dream world, though, isn't it? What do you watch it on, though? You have only must have only seen old series. You haven't seen the new series, have you? No, I got, oh, my God, it was an ordeal. Like This past summer, I got a VPN, and I somehow made a fake, like, ITV2 account. I don't know. I, like, made up a zip code. And I would watch it. Um, yeah, I would watch it in real time. Oh, you would? Well, that means yeah. you had to, surely you had to get, oh, that was in the afternoon for you, wasn't it? It, it was nice. It was kind of fun. It was like every day at 4 p.m. It was like Love Island. Oh, you should watch the oh. day after. And I have a friend who she's obsessed too, so she showed me how to do it. And then we would talk to each other. And then I felt bad for my American friends because they'd be like, are you watching? And I'm like, bitch, you're so behind. Oh, I'll tell you what. If you want to see all the cast of Love Island, right, you go yes. down Lakeside. No, I know. I really want to go to Kem's restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay. See here, here. But let me tell you, tell you, Diane. Kem from season three opened like a nightclub and restaurant in Essex. And my goal, my dream is to go there. Oh, what's it called? Oh, it has such a funny name. It's called <laughs> Array. <laughs> you can tell he was like, it's an array of things to do at Array. Oh, see, I thought hooray without the H. Also that too, like, hooray! Yeah, yeah, very Essex. Hooray! Lot of blue twist. <laughs> oh my God, it looks very That's erotic. Awful. The Glossy Bar Restaurant. Wow, Oh my array. God, beautiful. Oh my I bet God, it's I'm got, get there. I bet it's got those little fire heaters outside. Absolutely. They've got the little bit of satin material that just splashes like that. And they've got a massive smoking area. Because I tell you what, you can't have... A club in Essex, unless you've got a, a smoking area as big as a football stadium, because that's where totally. everyone is. They're outside with their B&H having the time of their lives. That's how it works in Essex. Well, you must come and stay with me in Canvey Island next time you're in Essex. Deal. You got it. In England. We'll go to Array. I'll take you out for a drink. We'll go down the Array's. We'll have a... 
<laughs> Probably a sex on the a porn star martini. That's what that's what we'd have. Porn it's star delish. martini. Have you ever heard of one? No. What's in it? So it's. I think you get a little shot of prosecco with it, and it's like a fruity mm. cocktail. Divine. I love an espresso martini. You like those? Last time I had an espresso martini, I think I can't remember where I was. Somewhere posh in London. I had two espresso martinis. I ended up in the London dungeon. I was trapped in one of the exhibits. <laughs> That'll happen. That has, yeah. That's happened to me many times. I woke up and I was strapped to a cross. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nightmare. It's a sign. It's a bleed nightmare. So, you know, what you could maybe, I'll tell you what, I could have a word with, with my friends who work, who work at that um, um, Love Island. You could come and you could come and present it. You know, I think it's time. Should we put you in the running? Let's put you in the running. You definitely. Oh, I'd be so wonderful. What about your love life? Oh, it's it's wonderful. I'm deeply in love. You've got a gorgeous boyfriend. Have you? I've seen a picture of him. I know. Isn't he stunning? I'd have a turn. I'd have a turn. What yeah, does he do? I'm sure he'd, he'd be open. He's an actor. Is he? Could I could have guessed that? <laughs> He's very talented. I have to say, we were in a in a movie together that came out last month, so everyone should check it out. Oh, cool. What's it called? It's called Dating and New York. Oh my god! Two of my favorite things. It's a rom-com. I could have guessed that. It was a rom-com. <laughs> Not going to be a French crime drama. No. <laughs> With a title like that, honey, I don't think so. You can get it on uh, iTunes or whatever. Um, but yeah, he's great. <laughs> We're very happy. Um, are you in Beautiful. love right now? Well, I've, I've always I've had my partner, Ron. I've had him for years. Of course, of course. So do you know what I mean? He's just kind of there. He exists. <laughs> That's one of his best you qualities. Know. Yeah, and he doesn't give me too much grief. He just sits there. I like his familiar smell. You know, I don't like these men these days what, you know, they're like Justin Bieber. You know, no. like they've been dipped too in Too pretty, v. too you pretty. Know, yeah, like they've been shaved. I don't like that. I like, I like, a, a, I like a hairy. And like a hairy man. Me too. You've I, got a nice hairy man, have you? I do. I like to, and I like to be fucking grabbed and I want to pounce on him. Bounce, bounce. Yeah, oh, cool. You're talking my language now. <laughs> I give my run a right good rollicking. It's like a punch bag. Oh, that's... <laughs> I'm always nibbling on his underarm. Do you know what I mean? Always nibbling on his underarm. Gorgeous. Wow. The best bit. That... It's like bone broth. <laughs> no, it is not. Yeah, that... it's like bone broth. You have a good suck on that. You get all the nutrients you need. It's absolutely delicious. Amazing, your diet. <laughs> Try his underarm. Give your, give your gorgeous boyfriend a good old nibble on his underarm. I See w- what you get out of that. I'll tell you what. I'll be glowing. You'll be glowing. People will say to you, have you had a treatment? You'll say, no, I've had a bit of the underarm. A bit of the best bit. Are you a vegetarian? Not even close. No, I just eat beef all day. Beef all day. Title of my next Edinburgh show. <laughs> beef all day. Live from America. Oh, I can see Brian Logan loving that. Beef all day. Four... Five stars from me. Oh beef God. all day. Gorgeous. Incredible. Okay, well, that's beautiful. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm curious. Who should we look out for? Because you have all those beautiful people down at your, your club coming. Who should we look out for? Good oh. American comedians. Oh, you know what? Actually, I like things like that. Well, let me tell you this. I just had breakfast with my friend who is g- coming to Soho Theatre in November. Her name is oh, yeah. Patty Harrison. She's brilliant. Patty Harrison? Yeah. Oh, well, I'll Patty? tell everyone who's listening on the podcast, go and see Patty Harrison. She's beautiful. Well, Kat says she's good. She must hilarious. be hilarious. And then my other friend, Meg Stalter, uh, is doing London shows as oh, well. We know, oh, I know. Her. She sold it all out, I think. Yeah, she's amazing. And then I think, um, I think Mar- my friend Mary Beth Barone, I think she lives in London or she's in London now and she's doing shows there. Is she? Yeah. Beautiful. We'll have to go and see those Lots gorgeous funny people. American girlies. What, we can, what can we expect from you, my beautiful babe, coming up then? You're going to come, so you're going to come back and you're going to do a gorgeous little Edinburgh show? I'm not sure what the plan is, but I'm definitely going to come back to the UK, um, I believe sometime next year, early, hopefully. 
Oh yeah. And then stuff. and then I'd love to go to I'm not sure what I'll do yet at Edinburgh, but I'd love to come back for a bit. And that's the plan. And in the meantime, I'm just trying to make my dreams come true. As as crazy as that sounds. What about you? Same really. You yeah, know, no. my dreams are coming true every day. I'm just I'm just happy to be out of prison, to be honest. <laughs> you know. I'm just happy to be out of prison. You're a free, and I'm a free woman. Agent there we go. And having the time in my life. And I'm just happy to be talking to gorgeous girls on the other side of the river. Mm. Feelings mutual. Sending them my love. And I adore you. And I'm going to let you go now because you've probably got a gorgeous day to go about your business. Wonderful. So nice. Thank you I so much you. for having me. Love you too. It's been so my fun. My pleasure. I'll see you soon. We'll go to Array. We'll have a night. All right. Beautiful. Bye, my gorgeous babe. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Here's a little song made up on the spot for our gorgeous little cat Cohen. You know life's sweet when the jobs are coming and going. Wow. She's making them laugh There she goes, the girl with it all With the beautiful life and the Texan drool ah, ooh, ah, ooh. There's a girl about town Cat Cohen's around yeah. They see her in the streets with a pack of tarot Dealing out cards like there's no tomorrow They say he was death, the hangman, the clef I don't even know if there's a card called clef Wow Ooh, oh, yeah There's a girl about town Cat Cohen's around Ivy League, wanna be me Telling all the chicken nugget heads I wanna be free Learning the comedy better than me But still gorgeous and lovely glass On a ceiling Ooh, yeah What a lovely feeling Ooh, yeah There's a girl about town Cause Cat Cohen's around Girl around town yeah. Cat Cohen's around And we say Clap, go A clap, middle light If you can clap in time Then sing along Wow, There's a girl around town, Cat Cohen's around, yeah. She's a girl around town, Cat Cohen's around. There's a girl around town, Cat Cohen's around. My beautiful babes, thank you for listening to the podcast. 
I've been your host, Diane Chorley. Thank you to my wonderful guest, Cat the Cohen, or Cat Cohen as you know her, and of course, beautiful playing the Kadati. It's my beautiful Melkaki having a gorgeous time in the corner there. So this has been a cop pass written by me, Diane Chorley, my musical sidekick, Milky. The assistant producer is Diggory Waite. The producer is Chris Jones. And this is a hat trick cop past. You have a gorgeous week now. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.